Podcast, XP Geek and Gaming Podcast. This is episode number 34. Tonight we're doing Mondo's video game pick, uh, video game pick, excuse me, of a couple weeks ago. Alien, Fire Team, Alert? Red Alert? Hot Shot? I don't, I don't even remember. What's the, there's like four different names for this game. <laughs> yeah, Aliens, Fire Team. No, there's another one though. Aliens, Fire Team, Elite. Elite. Isn't it? Yeah. Elite. Elite. There you go. Elite. Um, Elite. We're going to talk about the rest of the Boba Fett because that just wrapped up airing. I'm one of your co-hosts, Todd. We have Steve and Mondo. Men, how you doing? Doing good. That's not too bad. Not, not too bad. Not too bad. Are the truckers treating you, Steve? Not so we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've they've overstayed their fucking welcome by three weeks, and we're ready to take out the trash. So, how how far away are you from all this? Oh fuck it, I see them every day. So, oh, do you? Not far at all. Yeah. Every Damn, fucking that every sucks. fucking day, I have to see these fucking assholes. Hey, good morning, eh? Fuck you, eh? Yeah. <laughs> How was your guys' Valentine's Day? Good. Yeah, didn't no. do too much. Uh, you know, it's it was. Uh, I worked a lot, unfortunately. <laughs> We're oh, really shit. busy these days, but uh, it was also my wife's birthday, so we played some video games and stuff. Pulled out my oh, three sixty, and uh, we played like seen it and. Guitar Hero and stuff like that. Stuff uh, we were gonna play Connect, but we were just too tired. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, oh, shit, too tired after. Too tired, yeah, I yeah. know. Uh, I got to save a little bit of energy, you did know. For horizontal, <laughs> horizontal mambo, real quick. Did you do the uh, peacemaker fucking dance for her nude? Yes. Yeah. Do you really want to? Do you really want? <laughs> I did the Robert Patrick version. <laughs> <laughs> no rhythm. Coordinated. <laughs> no rhythm. Yeah. Hey Todd, what'd you do? Nothing, man. You know, the older you get, the less important it becomes. So, <laughs> speaking to the older gentleman thing. on the pod or me. <laughs> well, the older gentleman has a good point. Um, what did you do, you dickhead? Uh, nothing really. Just uh, made dinner. I got this sweet deal at Ralph's. They had these ribeye steaks that were priced at like 50 bucks for two. And I was like, that's ridiculous. I'm not paying that price. However, if you had a Ralph's car, they went down to $18. So I bought two packs total four steaks for like 30 bucks Oof, california prices there buddy i know dude everything's expensive out here so it was good we just the girls actually were not a uh, very high maintenance this year so there was no flowers and stuff involved so got away with things hey i heard you're getting punished yeah, Super Bowl, Super Bowl loss. So I don't know where my punishment <laughs> is yet. I see I'm gonna have a movie for me, but Bengals lost Steve the Rams. Think? So uh, what did Steve? What did you pick, Steve? Uh, for Joe, I picked a Rectuma. Rex, oh, oh shit! Yeah, butthole movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome poster though, with like a giant ass. Like, it's, on, it's, it's honestly <laughs> not the worst movie. So he got off easy this year, but it's something I wanted to talk to about with someone. So yeah. That's why I picked. Yeah, it. what was Todd's punishment? We don't know yet. No, no yet. Okay. Oh, she's picking Todd. She's picking. Okay, yeah. got it. Oh, well, I think Joe will be okay with the butthole moving, considering that uh, he probably had a lot of butthole this Valentine's Day too. So. No, oh, I think he fell asleep. So. <laughs> True the, old man. He had the whiskey dick on that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed. Oh, I saw it. <laughs> oh man, so much shit going on, dude. It's actually kind of cold over here, too. It was 90 one day, and then yesterday was, like, thunderstorms and rain and snow in places. It was crazy. Nothing I don't feel to, bad whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> nothing compared to Canadian fucking 20 degrees or whatever. Minus that is. 20 degrees. Minus 20. 
Hey, it's a good day today. The sun's kind of shining. Fuck, it's like minus hey, 30 like yesterday. Irish. It's so fucking cold. It's ridiculous. But we're oh. getting on the end of it, thankfully. So <laughs> so it'll be like plus weather. It'll be, it'll, yeah, <laughs> exactly. It'll be like zero. So I can go out in shorts. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. I went to a comedy show. Did I tell you guys about that here last week? No. Uh, no. Is that the one I that you, you guys during our live stream? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was committed to get onto that live stream, dude. I didn't want to leave you hanging like someone else who shall remain nameless, um, <laughs> Father Todd. But yeah, it's a cool show, dude. Tom Segura, if you guys have never heard of him, um, highly, highly encourage you to look out for one of his shows because he's touring all over the United States. Um, it's a funny ass show, man. Tom Segura. Anywho, you want to get started? Get into a little bit of news. A lot of news, actually. Fucking Super Bowl alone. I know the Rams did it, man. Shout out to Big E and Z at work. Your Rams fucking did it. I honestly thought they were gonna lose. They were playing like shit for a little bit there, and somehow they came out that miraculous win. Did you guys watch the entire thing? No, nope, not at all. LA wasn't even the top 10 region streaming the football. There's no fucking Rams fans in LA. Come on. Oh, come on. Get out of here. Come on. Hey, it's just a sad Niners fan over here. The sad Niners fan because his boy Joey G. Fucking buy my team like every other Lakers do every year. I'm sorry. What baseball team do you what baseball team do you follow? Um, the one that competes uh, with drugs and uh, cocaine. <laughs> oh and, uh, gosh, you don't even want to talk about that shit, man. And, uh, gives you Albert Pujols for like a hundred million dollars. So have them, yeah. Take them. Old so fuck. so when, so when it comes to sports, uh, you you don't have a leg to stand on right now. So you know, being a bandwagon <laughs> fan, is that like it's like a? I'm not. I don't you, follow no, football. No, no, no. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you the Dodgers. I know you like the Dodgers, but I like the. I don't follow the Rams, football. though, man. LA's stupid for getting two football teams that no one cares about. The Rams and the Chargers. They should have done their own thing. Hey, they got a nice, beautiful stadium because that thing looks immaculate. Yeah. It's the best um, thing about that. But they fucking won. There's no hating. There's no crying in football or baseball. Hmm. And you're they getting punished make. for it from Steve and Sam. Uh, so. just Sam. Okay, just Sam. But uh, Which yeah, they showed. Uh, she probably won't remember, so I'll never get punished. <laughs> so you'll be fine. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna send her a DM to to make you watch Kuso from beginning to end, oh, without turning it off. <laughs> but we uh, got a few. It wasn't as exciting trailer wise and stuff. Or correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I there was a few good ones, but nothing nothing that blew me away. Oh man, Doctor Strange blew me away. It was well, fucking that, amazing. <laughs> Takes the fuck. I'm going to leave that one to the end because right. I know it's gonna, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But uh, some quick news. Uh, Seth Rogen's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was and now it's coming out soon. Hopefully what, what I put here uh, 2023. So I'm looking forward to more Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, especially that game that's supposed to drop this fucking uh, year. I need some more. Yeah, turtles see they announced uh, Splinter is going to be a playable character now for the first time ever. Is he? Uh, oh, so shit. I did not see that part. about that. <laughs> I, I cannot wait, man. That game just looks like it embodies everything that I loved when I was little growing up, and the graphics look amazing. So um, you guys follow that indie game Sifu that just released, the, the karate the martial arts game? Nope. <laughs> Not in the slightest? Nope. It, it releases some uh, pretty damn good reviews. I actually pre-ordered it uh, way back when. So I haven't played it yet, but it's got some pretty good positive reviews um, about it. It's, it's looking to be in the run for game of the year this year. Um, this Friday, because we're recording on the 16th of February, so this Friday on the 18th, 
Horizon Forbidden West is releasing, and I'm looking forward to that game, having not even played the first one yet. Uh, Halo Halo Show was just renewed for a fucking season two. It hasn't even aired yet. Ooh, that's exciting. Is and that a, that's a good sign? Usually, that uh, that's what I say. Well is that a good hearing. sign? Yeah, it's a good well. Yeah, that that good means sign. the executives likes it, and it uh, pulled really well. Well, yeah, with the fucking it. commercials and stuff, and the trailers that dropped. No, with, with yeah. the uh, yeah, the people, the audience who watched it like before it came out. I would love to do that. Season two, Greenland. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. Peacemaker season two. Mm-hmm. How cool would it be to have that job where you can just sit there and sign that NDA and watch all this shit beforehand? Well, they do it at like yeah. like I I've done some at Universe Studios. They have a an NBC like place that you just like you the entire pay. thing. They, yeah, they have a building where there's people outside that stand with clipboards, and then they're like, "Where are you from?" And then I lie and pretend I'm American. <laughs> then they, I lie. They don't take. Canadians. I'm not from Canada. <laughs> yeah. I'm not from Canada. Yeah, so I, I always say I'm like from Vermont. And, Vermont. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, and you watch like you watch a TV show or uh, or a movie, and you have like you know uh, things to press. The test like, audience. Yeah, you have to say okay, I like this part, I don't like this part, and then you have a questionnaire at the end, and then they pay you like fifty bucks. And what did you watch? Oh, that's cool. Uh, I watched a few watched? actually. Um, I watched an Eddie Murphy reality show because they don't tell you right before you go in you just like yeah. kind of sit there so i watched the eddie murphy reality show that never went to air i watched actually <laughs> a, a really funny fucking uh show about like old people that live in a retirement community and it had christopher lloyd in it and it huh. was really fucking funny but that also never made it to air so um and so your bad luck some... is what you're saying so none of the stuff i watched actually made it to air so your fucking bad luck <laughs> yeah probably so i only watched the pilots of all these shows and so that that one is pretty i also watched like some teen one from fucking uh one of the like the disney channel or something oh hell no i'd walk out of it and be like keep your money i don't want to see this shit yeah but it's really cool so if you go to universe studios at least in orlando um just go to the it's like where the um monster makeup show is like right across the street from there and uh, if someone is out with a clipboard fucking tell them you're from the u.s and get in on that it's, it's like i'm actually half an hour of air conditioning for 50 bucks usually a gift card or sometimes cash great i'm actually going to universal studios tomorrow oh cool yeah what for haven't been in uh kids are on this weird uh week-long vacation president's week which i never had when i was little um so they want to go to harry potter world and all that so we dump some money on some tickets and we're going tomorrow nice. have you been to the wizard not world in Oh, not sucks. never never to that because it was never a thing when i was Dude, growing up it wasn't so built cool. yet so it's so fucking yeah they're they're hyped they got their like slytherin and ravenclaw robes and their wands and shit so i'm excited for them and more so i haven't been there in at least 10 years yeah the, the theming is on par with the like star wars one it's really fucking good like really is it well bad made. though that my favorite ride since they already took out back to the future a long time ago those assholes but my favorite ride it's not even really a ride is the tram is it, we, don't, we don't have that on the east coast so you don't no it's my favorite part of universal studios ever since i was a kid i would get on it at least three or four times yeah it's amazing they still have a psycho house up there do you know yeah, they do, and they always nice. tell the same story about how Jim's Car- Bates, Jim Carrey yeah. was uh, fl- filming something, and he ran out and tried to scare everyone or some shit like that. Yeah, and then they have that Norman Bates look alike come and attack the tram. Fucking no! I want to see uh, I want to see uh, Jaws, that little part. Is it still there? 
and the shark that swims backwards or whatever but yeah i'll let you know i'm gonna take pictures i'll send you guys pictures while i'm there awesome but uh the biggest part of the super bowl other than rams winning go rams uh dr strange and the multiverse of madness trailer there is so much in that fucking trailer and disney is pretty good at keeping things pretty tight under wraps with the exception of no way home the worst secret ever kept but if this is just what they're showing now i can't even imagine what's going to be in that movie so steve you take this away because you are our residential mcu expert oh my god like it's almost like they said oh you like to see people from uh, other universes well let's load the fucking shit out of it like this goddamn movie looks like <laughs> Remember that old uh, that 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 song about like people fighting each other to see who's the best like character of all time? Uh, I think Chuck Norris ends up winning. Oh, no, or Mr. Rogers ends up winning. I'm trying to remember what that song is. I'll, I'll send it to you guys. It's just it's going to be like all the Marvel fucking properties you've seen so far: Fantastic Four, X Men, uh, Captain uh, Captain Carter, uh, Deadpool. It looks like it might be in here. It's going to be fucking. Although he denied it today. Ryan Reynolds denied it. Of course, he, denied of course it. he denied it. Yes, dude, right? Yeah, uh, it's cool. Like, j- just that trailer alone. Uh, well, first they showed Professor X, which is fucking crazy, played by Patrick Stewart. Insane. Yeah, so if they're, like, revealing that, there must be some big fucking surprises. They showed There's the one. Savage Land briefly. Yeah. They showed, uh, the they showed Strange and America crashing into an animated multiverse, which is heavily insinuating the 1990s cartoon, X-Men cartoon, is well, they, canon. They announced, they announced that, though, that they're... Well, they're bringing, back well, they're, re- they're bringing it back, but they showed Strange, like, bouncing into a potential world like that. So it's kind of leaving up what version of Charles Xavier are we getting? Are we getting from first-class X-Men, or are we getting 1990s animated cartoon version? Just I, I heard that's what version. we're going to get, is the... It's like a mix of the two. It's going to be Patrick Stewart, so the you know that that version but in the chair from the animated version that's what i want to see his fucking crazy i always remember that as a kid he was like in a little fucking spaceship yeah that little (laughs) yellow wagon that he like yeah flies i loved it dude yeah it's awesome but i'm so todd did did you watch it all or did you i know you like to stay away from too much heavy giveaways i watched the trailer on youtube so i don't recall any of the stuff so i didn't watch the right one yeah they're different they showed uh zombie version strange and wanda i saw Wanda I mean, doing like a speech like you can do it and when i yeah do when it, you do it you're the good guy when i do it i'm the enemy it's gonna be good man i mean i i was hyped up for spider-man for obvious reasons but now this one i'm like fuck what is gonna happen like who are we gonna get in here we're we gonna get obviously we gotta get some version of the x-men right um but more important we're getting the illuminati and with the Illuminati, like, what roster are we getting? Namor, uh, Strange, obviously, Xavier. But what Black about Bolt. Black Bolt? What about Iron Man? You know, yeah, I know there's that rumor su- with Cruz, superior. with your boy, with your boy Tommy, Tommy Cruz. Yeah, yeah, superior. I, don't think do it I want him to stand on the chair and start jumping on it. <laughs> he was in love, Please. man. He was in love with Katie Holmes, too. <laughs> uh, I still think she's secretly hot for some weird, yeah. some weird reason. No, never. But it, what is it? May six it drops. Yep. Fucking right after uh, Todd's birthday. Look at it. it's yep. my gift to you. <laughs> May the fourth be with us. Yeah, and then we got Kenobi dropping the twenty fifth. 
with no trailer fucking assholes <laughs> i know what is up with that dude who who's running marketing for lucasfilm fucking somebody right somebody yeah, they're making you want more they're, they know exactly what they're doing i know but just all these leaks that are coming out is just give me a fucking 30 second teaser trailer please just with just the title screen and you and mcgregor saying why hello there twirling his oh, mustache and shit yeah, it's the famous <laughs> twirl. I love that shit. But, uh, Bring Mace Windu back, baby. You think they will? I think they will. Oh, did you guys see the fan edit that um he they with the stormtrooper mask? No, when um Mace Windu was taking out Django, and it was like unfinished CGI, and he finished the CGI. It's fucking brutal. I'll see. Is it worse? It. Yeah. Worse than what we saw? Yeah, I mean, he cuts off both his hands, uh, oh, gets fuck. his leg, and then cuts off his head at the end. I'll find it. I have this weird fucking inclination that they're going to bring back Mace Windu in some shape or form. I kind of want to. Do yeah, I hope so. He, he kicked so Palpatine's ass, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's just weird. It's been wanted for a long time. And I, I think with the fact that you got that whole rule of like, you never found a body and Yoda's lightsaber coming back all of a sudden, like, I think uh, we're getting Mace Windu. So, anyways. You got any other news that you guys want to talk about? Because that pretty much covers what I had. Uh, the, the last thing that I really want to quickly mention is they did a DC kind of film reel as, as well during the Super Bowl. Uh, so gave a look at all the DC properties coming out in 2022. And uh, I'm pretty excited. Um, Are you? Um, yeah. Uh, like Black Adam, I think is going to be really cool. Uh, they showed Dr. Fate and Hawkman, which was really fucking cool. Like I really like those characters so i'm happy i need to know who black adam is it's like black chrysanthemum like what (laughs) what what is he is he like anti-superman is he you know he's he's more like anti-shazam he's uh oh okay yeah it's gonna be really badass i think so really Eh. looking forward to it um i I mean i am looking oh okay the flashpoint movie flashpoint they tease kind of michael keaton's appearance in that so that's gonna be cool that's their multiverse of madness right there yeah exactly their, um, their version <laughs> the only thing well they showed a uh, fucking aquaman too but i could not be less interested in that at all well but i like jason momoa i just don't like oh, those i didn't movies. like that movie at all Oof, man, I did not it was that. terrible and they showed but another, oh, boba fett was in it i am looking forward to the batman movie Me i don't too. know why yeah and it's actually too, looking like pretty two weeks. <laughs> i'm vengeance yeah looks good it looks actually it looks dark and that's what i wanted was like that dark grittiness and hopefully i mean he wants a trilogy so hopefully it does well in this one oh real quick too they released a trailer for um the boys animated series it's coming out in march was that oh i didn't know there was a trailer i just saw the little uh, poster art okay i'm gonna check that out i'll I'll link you guys to it but uh, i saw check it out when you have time okay i uh i saw it when i was at work with my shitty reception and i was like that i'm sold it's like invincible so, and I know you loved Invincible, love so it's going to be yeah. really good. And they're going to have boning in this one, so I'm definitely sold. If you put sex and titties in something, I'm sorry, I'm there. So Homelander bones uh, Stormfront. Does he? Yeah, he smashes her and he's like blazing her no, but, tits. Oh, yeah, you're right. I she's forgot like, about that. Tits. <laughs> I can't wait for the boys to come back. For him. It's pretty funny. I cannot wait for the boys to come back. It's such a good, good series. Probably better than... Uh, what was his name? Jack. Uh, what's his real name? Jack Quaid. Yeah, Sorry. he's probably he, Jack Quaid's better in Scream? in the boys than he is in Scream Four uh, Five. Oh, he's terrible. Well, <laughs> yeah. the, the, that movie's terrible, but he's he's perfect as uh, Huey. Yeah, 
I'm looking forward to your guys' show on on uh, Friday when it drops to listen to your take. Uh, a rare, a rare unanimous decision. So. Whoa, shit! <laughs> I cannot wait even more. Oh man, okay, let's transition over to what watched, read, and played. Who wants to take it first? Um, I'll go. <laughs> okay. uh, for the first time i have played spec ops the line and uh oh, yes. at least 15 years old probably at this point yeah maybe a little bit less uh excuse me a little stuffed up but um man that story first of all the gameplay holds up fine third person shooter kind of like gears you know cover and move things like that control your uh, squad mates to go attack other dudes and uh the story is like very deep it's very convoluted yeah. to your points um voice work is excellent your choices are impactful because it shows you like you know like when you're in like call of duty you're in a c-130 and you're just bombing everybody oh this is fucking fun i'm having a great time this one where you like you mortar people and then it shows you what you did and like the innocent victims like that were terror. burned alive and like they keep showing you like kids and uh women and non-combatants and it's man i'm surprised this didn't get like a sequel or a remaster remake or something because it's a great fucking game First time playthrough, awesome. If you guys want to redo it, fuck, man. It's it's a great game. I loved that game when I played it the first time. That it was like you said, for everything you said, it's so impactful. The story is just amazing and the gameplay is well done. And fuck, when you get to those endings and stuff, you're just like, holy shit. That you turn off that game ends and you're like, fuck, that yeah. hit hard. Yeah, I had to replay checkpoints just to get the alternate endings. I'm like, wow, this is it's, it's i'm legit. glad you liked it man that game is a is a great gem and i think it's on game pass for free right now right um i don't think so i think i've got it for like five bucks on a sale though yeah i, I bought it super okay. cheap as well when i got it and you're right it's so fucking good and it's so underrated like i i can't believe people don't talk about this more uh it's just like you know i thought it was just like another war game when i first heard about it but holy fuck it's so much more than that and People Walt Williams, I think, up. wrote that one, and he went on to write uh, Battlefront 2 story as well. So that guy's a really good writer, and he's got this project going on right now, some undisclosed one, I think. So he everything he touches has been good so far. Nice. Yeah, I highly recommend that one. Well worth uh, five bucks or whatever. Uh, and then I watched a movie called The Last Duel from uh, 2021, directed by Ridley Scott. <laughs> Blonde-haired Ben Affleck. It's got Ben Affleck. It's got uh, Matt Kylo Damon Ren. with the mullet. It's got Adam Driver, who's an amazing actor. I'm so I'm I'm so glad that he didn't get typecast as like Kylo, even though I think his uh, performance is excellent as Kylo Ren. Absolutely. Um, I'm just glad he didn't. You know, like Luke or Mark Hamill got typecast, and a lot of people in the past when they play these characters, like that's all they do because no one can. He's see got them. a wide range. Yeah, he's fucking excellent. But um, the movie itself is uh, I forget what time period, but it's in it's in France and uh. This guy, basically it's told in three parts, right? You get, and in each segment is called like the truth from this guy's perspective. I can't pronounce their names or French and Steve would butcher me. Steve, um, pronounce them all. <laughs> Jean, Jacques, blah, blah. Um, But it, it goes from his point. Like, so the first one is Matt Damon's point of view, right? And then it goes for about an hour. It's a long movie. And then the next part is Adam Driver's point of view. What, like the, what happened from his perspective. And then the truth, like the actual story that happens is the wife which is also interesting because like obviously women didn't have a lot of respect back then and things like that so when she says it's like they're like ah fuck you you're basically a woman we're not gonna listen to you but when you when you see her side of the story because at first you're like oh man this girl's what she's like 
she's double timing him and blah, blah, blah. And then you see the truth from her, her perspective. You're like, oh my God, this makes so much more sense. And then you, the person you're rooting for the whole time, as soon as you see what her perspective was, it flips you. So this like whole time you're like, I can't wait for this motherfucker to die. And then you're like, oh, oh shit, I got to root for the other guy now. And then when we get to the duel, the chore, uh, choreographed beautifully, they're, it's not like a dainty thing where they're spinning around. They're fucking fist fighting to the death. Oh, they're fucking that was stabbing that little fucking punch right there. Okay. Little jab. There was no, there's no jab. What are you talking about? It's, it's not a like a jab. Oh, whatever. You fucking find a fucking fight and everything. <laughs> My point is that there's no dancing around. It's like a, a brutal fight to the death where they're pounding each other, using any means necessary to kill each other. And it's awesome. I highly recommend it. I know people uh, like uh, Odd Job didn't like it. Uh, but I was uh, I was really into it. So the last duel, I believe it's on HBO Max, and I recommend it, especially if you well, like old you know sword fighting movies. What was the time on that? It was like a two and a half hour movie? Uh, yeah, seems about right. Uh, probably yeah, less than three, I think, but pretty lengthy. I'm I might watch it. I know my uh, my buddy uh, Cabby, as we call him, was just talking to us about it today or yesterday in our chat. So. He also recommended it. So two for two. Might as well watch it. Sweet. That's it. Okay. Steve, you want to go? Or you want me to go? I go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I've got one of each. So as far as what watch, what movie I was watching, um, and to pay homage to what we're reviewing today, I watched Aliens 1986. There's nothing negative about that movie. It's absolutely amazing from the performances to the pulse rifles, to the aliens, to the queen. You name it, that movie is absolutely fucking fantastic. A perfect five all day. Um, so I watched Aliens. I and something I was, yeah, oh, that movie's great. I and I was kind of hoping that somewhere down the line we can like do like a James Cameron sequel treatment retrospective or something. Um, you know, with him doing Aliens and Terminator 2 or even movies like True Lies, right? Yeah. What's, the, what's the underwater yeah, one? The underwater Which one, one? Abyss? on a blank the abyss that needs a blu-ray release it, it still does it happen. fucking does yeah i just think he he does really well with a lot of these movies um mine is avatar that's avatar 2 has been worked on for what like 13 years now mm-hmm. yeah, it's been so, a while but i'm still looking forward to it because i really love the first one. yeah uh i enjoyed the first one I, I won't say that i was like loved it loved it but it is a good film i'll definitely watch it but yeah hopefully somewhere down the line we'll do the james cameron show exclusively about his movies and stuff um but something i was really excited to talk about um was a book that i read and this book is called the midnight collection by kyra excuse me if i butchered that r torres this is our buddy eric's better half um she has a novel out there on amazon that you can get like i said it's called the midnight collection it's a, it's a collection of 10 short stories um this book was absolutely fantastic i i read it he Eric was plugging it. So I said, you know what? Let me, let me give it a read. I, I like reading myself. It's a horror genre type book. Nothing you can ever go wrong with horror. And she, she knocks it out of the park. Um, total 10 stories. And I just want to highlight one of her stories that really stuck out to me. Um, I, I'm going to probably butcher how to pronounce it. So I, I got my handy dandy uh, pronunciation thing. Let's see. Chrysopoli. Chrysopoli. It's called Chrysopoli. <laughs> I did, dude. I didn't know how to pronounce it. Did you? Do you know how to spell it? Christopoli. Christopoli. All right, let me give it a let me give it a go. Give it a go. Can I have it a go. spelling bee? Can I have it a sentence, please? <laughs> uh no, you can't. Just spell it. <laughs> Christopoli. C H R I S Chris T O P H. Christoph A L Y. 
Chrysopoly. Chrysopoly is spelled C-H-R-Y-S-O-P-Y-L-A-E. Chrysopoly. So Christopoli Night was an absolutely fantastic story that I wrote. It, it stuck with me even after I read it. It's kind of like that spec off the line feeling you had where you read and you're like, shit, that shit was heavy, but it was really good. Um, she's also got some stories in there called Woodland's Delirium and a wraparound story of my sister April and my sister Lacey. Highly recommend it. You can find it on Amazon. I'll put it on Discord, Discord for the listeners. Uh, but shout out to her. She, she kicked that book's ass. It was amazing. Um, and then my last one. Um, you mentioned Cody earlier, Odd Job versus 007. I'm going to mention him here. Uh, I started playing, getting back into Guardians of the Galaxy, and I'm falling in love with this game. Uh, I'm in chapter chapter six right now. Having this game on the new TV that I have is, you can't get me away from it, man. I, I put three hours in it. It felt like 10 minutes because I was having so much just fun playing it. It's so well done. These guardians are amazing in this story and the gameplay is a little finicky here and there, but absolutely enjoying it. I think I got 10 chapters left, but at the rate that I'm playing it, this shit's going to be done hopefully by this weekend, but it's really good. So highly recommend it. All right. Uh, so I got three things to talk about. Uh, the first one is a movie I watched that you guys talked about uh, maybe a month ago, and that is Denis Villeneuve's Dune. <laughs> Denis Villeneuve. For, uh, hold on, so, hold on. For the American listeners, as uh, Dennis feeling way of who? Villanueva. They got it. They got it. Now. Um, so I, I'm not super familiar with the Dune story. I did see the uh, movie was in the 80s, uh, a long time ago, but I don't remember it very well. I was a kid when I saw it, so I was kind of going into this uh, kind of fresh without knowing too much of it, and I enjoyed it. Like it was a like a pretty fun adventure. I'm really interested to see where they go in the next one. But I did find some parts kind of boring. Uh, it does take, like, some parts of it were just taking a Takes long time. Forever. And the problem with the story to me is that maybe it's also because I keep watching stuff like Boba Fett. But I'm so fucking tired <laughs> of deserts. And the whole fucking <laughs> yes. movie is, takes place in a desert or practically. So that was kind of a bummer because there's not much to look at, you know. Um, but still very well acted. And I am very much looking forward to seeing where it goes next and the focus on some of the characters that barely did anything in the first one, like uh, Dave Bautista's character and Zendaya and stuff like that. So yeah. Uh, so I'd say it's, it's, it's a good watch, but uh, I, I need to see the rest of it before I form like a full opinion of what's going on. Uh, as far as video games go, I've been playing something that I'm redacting because it will Redac be. Oh no. Uh, so I, our... I, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't something too bad, you know? Uh, so I kind of play tested it, but one, oh, one thing I did get back into is back for blood. So I talked about this when the beta came out, I think it was in October and I had said how fucking awful it was. It was buggy as hell. Uh, it barely worked. It had some serious issues. Uh, but my friends and I wanted to play actually alien, uh, fire team elite together, but we were four and it's a three player game. So we couldn't do that. So we decided to give back for blood another shot. And I got to say, it's a lot better than it was when I first played in October. Uh, they fixed a lot of the issues that they had. It was actually pretty smooth gameplay. And to be honest, we had a lot of fun. Um, I would definitely, and I probably will keep playing when it were four players because, you know, there's good teamwork involved and stuff like that. So I really enjoyed that part of it. But I would absolutely not play if we're any less than four for two reasons. Number one, um, you're gonna probably gonna play with someone else 
because they force someone on you. If you're lucky, it'll be a bot, but more than likely it'll be a real person. And if you're Noobs. not coordinating, it's going to be a fucking nightmare. Not to mention, for whatever reason, they kept this feature in, and this is probably the worst feature I've ever played in a fucking game in modern times. Uh, even if you're a private chat with your friends, people in your in the like party can hear you. So what? If, if I'm playing, if like we're playing the three of us, whoever joins as the fourth can still hear what we're saying despite us being on private chat. And that what to me hell? is a fucking gaming sin. Like the whole point of private chat is so I don't have to hear fucking Another person. You know, mouth breather in uh, <laughs> hey in, in South Carolina <laughs> who's uh, past his fucking bedtime. Uh, I just <laughs> really don't want that experience and that's why I play private chat. Hell, even if I play Halo on my own, I put myself in private chat just so I don't have to fucking hear people, you know? Um, so yeah, that's still a very horrible feature, but I will play with four friends because it is still a fun game. It's very, very, very close to Left 4 Dead was, you know, just with better graphics and stuff like that. So if you like that game, I'd recommend this one. And the last one we could all talk about together because I'm, of course, still watching Peacemaker. Uh, we had two episodes since the last time we recorded. And it's I got amazing. Say, uh, we're like a few hours from the season finale. So we haven't seen that one yet at the time of the recording. I'm scared. We the previous two. And I got to say that the show is keeping up. It's fucking insane pace. It's very entertaining. I really like it. Uh, the jokes just hit most of the time. Uh, the characters All are the super time. fun. Um, you know, John Cena is great as Peacemaker. Uh, I fucking love Vigilante as well. I think there's Bobby something about Vigilante's him. the best, dude. So awesome. Like, I think his name's he, Peter Stroma, the guy who plays him. And he was in Harry Potter too, I think. Was he? He was in one of the movies. But yeah, he hits like every line he has he does it with such perfect awkwardness yeah but but he could also be a badass the, the fucking yes. scene in the prison where he's oh like it's just sparring yeah. against all the white supremacists and shit was so good and then spoiler like, alert did you think slowly like in the prison you know with the music and shit it's it's so good spoiler alert did you think that a uh, peacemaker was going to do that to his dad I had a feeling he probably would. You know, it's, uh, it's a James Gunn film for fuck's sake. Like, yeah, but that was just crazy. I liked how, and this is such a minor thing, but it's something I noticed. But after he shot him in the head, usually what you get in most movies, you shoot him in the head and they fall back and that's it. But this one had his head slightly elevated still because of the costume. Right. So the blood was pouring out, like dripping out of his back of his head. I thought that was fucking amazing. Like, James mm -hmm. Gunn is just the savior of all things nerdy. And I love his attention to detail. I don't know if you guys knew this, but if you put subtitles on during the episode, that episode with like all the, like the racists that are going after them, <laughs> yeah. uh, when the racist people are talking, their names are all like fucking douchebag racist or asshole. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, white supremacist. Or like he gave like a shitty name to all of them. A title so problem. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. Like I just. Yeah, it's, it's great, man. I really, I was, really, really love the show. I was bummed out with Mern, man. Mern fucking doing a sacrifice there for everyone. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, so uh, James Gunn addressed that because they do like a uh, live tweeting every episode. And he's like, fuck, I really love that actor. And had I known that I would love the actor that much, I wouldn't have done that. But I hired him for Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3. So at least I still gave get to him see an even bigger part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It probably gives him a really big part in that. So I'm psyched to see him again. I was, I have been getting annoyed by Adabeo, though. I think that if that's her name, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, like she fucked over Peacemaker, man. It really, 
he's a good he's a good dude for the most part, and she fucked him over. So yeah, but yeah, interested to see what happens when we see uh you know the big cow there. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure the finale is gonna be just batshit crazy, knowing uh James Gunn. So, James Gunn, yeah, yeah, and someone's gonna die. I mean that's just the way he operates. Absolutely. So. Who it is, I don't know. Um, well, all the cops for sure, but part of the team, I'm not sure. He won't kill his girlfriend, uh, Jennifer Holland, that's for sure. Will he make her nude? No. <laughs> I'm with Tom. in like episode two. Oh, the is she gonna, they're, they're out did there. She bang, they're, they're playing did she, out there. Interesting. Did she really, did she really uh, bang Vigilante though? Because that's what I got from when she picked him yeah, up. And I, th- he was I all think sad. so. I think we talked about last episode. I, I think she did. That she hooked up with him and she's gonna, uh, John Cena's gonna find out and be all fucking hurt. Oh, yeah, probably. Or, ha- or have a threesome. That's the way he rolls. So, <laughs> yeah, dyed beard, baby. That's my dude right there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. great. Like, all the characters almost are like fucking fantastic. Just so good. Perfect. Well, that's, uh, you got anything else, Todd, or you're good? Oh, I'm just gonna say I like Peacemaker too. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you unmuted there, so I was just waiting. <laughs> I don't wanna interrupt. Um, unlike you. Um, oh, okay, sorry. How good of a friend is Adrian, though, man? He like comes out swinging with the P90, fucking blast White Dragon, which is a stupid fucking villain hero. I know it's a hero in his mind, but he's a villain. What a stupid ass costume! Like, fuck it that was. yeah, <laughs> it was. It looked like a fucking manatee or something. It's so stupid. Fucking... Like, if you're a white supremacist, that's not what I would picture your villain outfit to be. Right. It's so weird. Yeah, but if White Wizard and White Dragon, oh, yes, that's yeah, true. So. White dragon. So, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that like the leader of the KKK? Like, He's like yeah, the gra- and the racist wizard or something like that. And they're racist, so that's why I think they kind of mm. went that route. But yeah, Adrian's the fucking best. Dude, Vigilante is like the best sidekick in the entire fucking world. Yeah, he's great. I'm glad he didn't die when he. Oh, I was scared. I thought he yeah. was, dude. Yeah. So he's got super. He must have superpowers then, right? That he can heal and shit. Because well, he's got a good I costume. Because he said that to uh, White Dragon's like, you can't have fucking space between the armor or some shit like that. Oh, yeah, you have you have space between your armor, man. Who's shooting up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. It's that inevitable time. The last two episodes of our fucking fast bet review. Mm. Chapter six mm. from from the desert comes a stranger. Real quick highlights. This episode was directed by none other than Dave Filoni himself. We get some more Timothy Oliphant as Cobb Vanth. Timothy Oliphant belongs in the Star Wars universe with that fucking suave fucking think about it. Let's think about it. Fucking badass motherfucker. I love that dude. Uh, But this, it was another episode highly, highly Mando um, inspired. You see Mando flying to an unknown jungle planet to go look for Grogu. We see R2 fucking D2, dude. That's probably one of my favorite characters in the star wars universe because that dude is just he's cool it's fucking r2d2 come on um we see the jedi temple being built on this unnamed planet so far we get some more ahsoka fucking tano who just mysteriously shows up but we get perhaps the coolest thing i've ever gazed upon and that is fucking luke skywalker as if he's never aged a day in his life that cgi was crazy wasn't it it really was like fucking way better than it was last season of uh, the Mandalorian. But Thousand times. There's also better, a great dude. story behind that. He, he, from the guy from Reddit. Yeah, basically he, he fixed it after the Mando is like this is what it should look like, and they hired him from Reddit. Yeah, they they fucking hired him, and you knew he was going to do something good. I just didn't know 
it was going to be more than just, I mean, if you're talking about getting Luke Skywalker back, you're thinking it's going to be very minimal, right? Because in Mando season two, he was just standing there. No, we're getting full-fledged fucking training, jumping, running, dialogue, like a normal character. It was fucking fantastic. You see Luke training Grogu. Um, You get that one interaction between uh, Ahsoka and Luke where she tells Luke, you're so much like your father, like every nerd boy. Let's explore that a little bit. Busted a nut. Let's explore that. I want that. I want... See, I, I know I said in the chat, this is the Star Wars I would like. You know what I mean? I want I want her to sit down with him and explain stuff about Anakin. Because imagine yeah. like a full episode of them just talking about stories. Him. My God, it'd be it'd be really. And then, see, I don't know that you're gonna get that soon or in this type of format because the implication could be how long was she there and what discussions have they had? Is this their first run in? Like I don't know, and it hasn't been detailed yet. But I'm I'm right there with you. Like, I want more of that. And uh, coincidentally, Mark Hamill was just confirmed to be appearing in the Kenobi uh, series as Luke Skywalker. So, Oh, sweet. Yeah, so maybe maybe you'll get some Ben and Luke Skywalker interaction, which I think would be fucking badass. CGI, of course, I bet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. Um, I really hope that this rumor of having a Jedi Academy uh, Disney Plus series is going to happen, especially after this technology we were just introduced to or reintroduced to, because uh, it looks amazing. Grogu training was great. Uh, we go back to Mandalorian. He goes to Tatooine. He gets a new ship, which N1's fucking Starfighter was fucking amazing. And um, then Grogu gets a choice. Do you want to go back with the Mandalorian or do you want to uh, stay with him and have Yoda's lightsaber? And before you can figure out what he's going to pick, it cuts out. So what would you guys think about this chapter six? Ooh, hold up, too. One of my favorite scenes, I believe, is from this episode is Order 66, right? Yes. The, when, uh, yeah, the, the Jedi are defending him and they're falling and like, yeah, oh, I loved it. But who it saved great. them? Who do you think saved them? I don't know. Who knows? I know that the I know that there's heavy implication that Barris Ophi saved them. She was uh Luminara and Dooley's Jedi. I don't know if you are familiar with the characters. They were in Attack of the Clones. One was blue and one was... Oh, they were both green with tattoos on their face. Huh. Well, I don't know. That, that, no, I don't, but that hallway scene okay. was awesome. It was so cool, yeah. yeah. And I know a lot of people were saying rumors, too, that maybe R2 was the one who saved them because Grogu may have been inside of them. That's why the troopers didn't react to maybe. Grogu. So, maybe. But yeah, that was fucking cool. Order 66 is... Yeah. fucking crazy i'm a little honestly a little disappointed with luke not be not for any weird reason but it's i would i would figure that you know obviously i don't know much about the canon like you do or the legends or whatever but i figure that luke would adopt a little bit of different style of the jedi instead of making him pick between a relationship yeah. and the jedi order like fucking because he knows the jedi failed you know ultimately Correct. they're bullshit so why not combine a little bit of fucking humanity and everybody that's what yeah, they did <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't hey, be like Vader, your dad. Redeem himself. Yeah, yeah. no. It, it took no. a lot <laughs> after after movies, geno- after genocide. Redeem. But hey, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I know that they're fleshing that out more so in the comics right now because they're showing Luke's journey of collecting artifacts and learning about the history of the Jedi. Um, he actually just had an interaction with a Force ghost from the High Republic era, which is the ongoing series with books and comics right now. Um, but I agree with you. It's kind of a shame to see him not learn from the mistakes i guess you can quote unquote um but i think this i i just obviously we know grogu doesn't stay with him because number one kylo was always ben solo was always known as his first student 
and you know you never see fucking Grogu afterwards in any of the sequel series so um, I think Luke changes after that and I think if we get this Disney Plus Academy series that we're going to see how he changes and how attachments aren't frowned upon anymore so but I gave this episode a four and a half out of five because seeing Luke and all that this fucking episode is just great I'm going to give it a five out of five. I liked it a lot. Perfect. Yeah, I'm going five out of five as well because this is exactly the type of fucking episode that would have <laughs> blown my mind when I was a kid. You know, like we're going to get a Star Wars show that's going to have fucking Luke Skywalker, little uh, a little Yoda kind of clone. And then there's going to yeah. be fucking Mandalorians and there's going to be like, uh, you know, Jedi stuff and Bounty Hunter stuff and like, holy shit, all in one episode. That it was, it was crazy. It's crazy, huh? It was so fucking cool. But it does, again, like a show called fucking Book of Boba Fett with barely with Mandalorian. any Boba Fett in it. You know, it's uh, it was it's a weird choice that they had two full episodes with barely any Boba Fett at all. Um, and, and you know, to, like to a that, seven episode arc too, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to to that though, I, I'm gonna say that I I went back and read some of like the older articles and shit. And when they were developing Book of Boba Fett when it got announced, even Dave Filoni and John Favreau were coming out saying like this is realistically going to be like Mandalorian 2.5 before season three. So yes, the title, I, I'm with you guys. The title's book of Boba Fett. It should be solely about Boba Fett, but they're, it's like they're, they're fleshing out all these characters because there's an ultimate goal. And in order to get to that goal, you have to know where everyone's coming from and stand. So weird choice. Yes. Um, but it's still fucking great what they're doing. I, I, I'm going to record my kids reaction uh, for the next season that comes out because they're like, holy shit, dad, this is crazy cool. And I still think that Yaddle and Yoda bone and Grogu's their, their love child. There's no other, no other theories. That's the, they fucked and they had baby Yoda. Yeah. And it's got, it's so crazy that we're seeing a young Luke Skywalker. Jesus. Like, it's amazing. Like, it just opens up so many possibilities, but also brings up a lot of questions about like, how do you move forward with stuff like that with other people and other properties it's uh it's a very interesting thing that's going to start happening where are we going to see more and more of this because we have seen some of it before but now maybe this will blow it up even more you know Agreed. all right and now for the last episode of the series chapter seven in the name of honor directed by robert rodriguez um i'm going to go through this one pretty quick uh, but basically what we get here is R2-D2 flying the fucking T-65 X-Wing with Grogu inside to, to Tatooine. Kind of bummed out that Mark Hamill didn't deliver him himself. But like R2, I guess, said he was... I thought Luke was going to show up and fuck shit up with his X-Wing. <laughs> I was hoping. But I, I was mean, like, Luke's not going to fucking do this shit with the fucking Boba Fett. Fuck Boba Fett. So. I'm curious what he was doing that he didn't have enough time to take Grogu for he was just that salty that Grogu chose the Mandalorian. I think Grogu just fucking took off by his own, man. R2-D2's always been a rebel. Fucking, fucking mind tricked him. was like, peace <laughs> out, bitch. Uh, we get uh, Cad Bane uh, confronting Boba Fett for the first time and God knows how much, especially if you follow the Clone Wars and Rebels and all that. Cad Bane live action is just really cool. I, I liked his design. And to me, it's just, I mean, it's as great as his animated uh, cohort. Uh, Boba, fucking his people all get betrayed after all this shit goes down. Super sad that the two fucking Gamorrean guards get killed. I love those little fucking piggies. And they got killed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do that one more time. One more time. <laughs> it's perfect. 
Yeah, so the Gamorreans get killed. All his allies get ambushed. I thought Black Chrysanthemum was going to fucking die, and I was getting pissed. I mean, when you hear, like, a chewy, a dark chewy, darker chewy just fucking crying out. I was like, no. But he survived, thank God. Um, I really, really, really loved the Boba Fett and Mandalorian team up to fight the Pikes with all that gun slinging. That's exactly what I feel we've been missing from Boba Fett was his fucking shooter abilities and all that shit. And I think we, I, at least I got what I wanted from that. Um, everyone, I, I put this down, the spin. Everybody was talking about the fucking spin uh, with uh, the, the mod dude who was holding Chris Anthony does his little cute uh, spin. So fucking stupid, bro. It was it was definitely interesting choice, but I saw a lot of uh, fucking Desperado Antonio Banderas. I'm pretty sure Antonio Banderas did that in his fucking movie Desperado, and to me that was like Robert Rodriguez, who directed Desperado, was was putting that formula into this uh, show. Um, but then you get another really fucking cool scene: Boba Fett riding a fucking Rancor. We knew it was going to happen. It was teased, and we get it. And it was like everything, and then some. Super fucking cool seeing him just fighting and picking up these pikes and killing them and shooting them. It was just so cool. Um, how Cad Bane was able to scare the Rancor away with fire is beyond me, but whatever. Uh, Boba Fett fighting Cad Bane. I don't think he's dead. What do you guys think? Uh, that's why his little flashing thing was still his, beeping, uh, right? He, he had one life left on his uh... <laughs> one life left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hurry up and get yourself a. A melon. Timothy Elephant's confirmed dead, though, right? Nope. No, he was in the well, end. His... Oh. Yeah, well, I, thought was, watch... his... I didn't know. I guess no. I thought his crew said, like, he gunned him down in cold blood. Which is shocking because he very clearly got shot in the shoulder, but I guess even a shoulder shot could be fatal. Um, but no, if you stayed for the after credits, at least for the, I guess it's a mid credit, I guess. Um, he's in the back to tank, you know, that back to tank you really uh, loved in the first four episodes. First seven uh, or six seven episodes, yeah. <laughs> and he's uh, that guy who saved Fennec Shan is standing above him, ready to like mod him out. Oh, so, I, I, never mind. I watched it. Never mind. I saw that. You're right. Okay. Oh, which was a little confused because after all this stuff, after Boba fighting for everything, I mean, you could have got the slave one and mowed people down, but whatever. I want to see the Rancor. Um, but then he tells Fennec Shan, like, we're not suited for this. We have to find someone who is, which is probably Cobb Vanth, but a little weird of an ending. But, you know, like I said, it's a 2.5 leading into Mandalorian season three, hopefully Christmas this year. So I enjoyed it, though. Seeing the Mandalorian armor just gives me wood all the time and seeing them fight and shoot and shit is just that dark saber like sold. I'm ready for more. Yeah. Um, Raincore scene was amazing. That was fucking gnarly, like grabbing shit and pulling it apart i hated the action this one though yeah was, the action was kind of not really good like it didn't make sense for them to just like let's fly out in the open and just land here in the middle of the street while we got 40 guys shooting at us it's just it just doesn't look doesn't look right yeah, no, like it, they're not they're fucking stupid if that's badass it's beskar armor i don't give well it didn't last that long they had to get rescued by the <laughs> it still hurts Oh my gosh. Um, I hate I hate the fucking his gang members. They're so stupid. I hate them. They need <laughs> you all love die. them. I hope they fucking <laughs> get killed miserably in the next season. Um, <laughs> I liked uh, Grogu coming back, but it was like not the right spot, in my opinion. I think it should have not been during the battle and they could have had a more emotional uh, 
reunion yeah, reunion yeah but um overall didn't really like this episode because like there's so many easier alternatives like hey mandalorian get your fucking shit and then like you said hey get slave one like we can fucking rock these guys no no problem but yeah. uh yeah rancor is fucking cool as fuck though <laughs> i'm i'm more aligned with todd in this one as well uh i don't know like i feel i feel that the enemy faction i forget what they're called the pikes is that what they're the called? pikes yeah uh like their final battle wasn't like really like set up enough you know like i still didn't really know much about them by the time that they're yeah. fighting so i didn't really give a shit you know the whole time i'm just like they're just basically fucking enemies to kill you know or a drug cartel right it just <laughs> didn't really do much for me uh yes the rancor is cool but it was so telegraphed that you know you knew it was coming and that's kind <laughs> oh, of the yeah. problem uh where the fuck was danny Trejo though i thought he was gonna come save the day at some point who's eating it some helps. space tacos yeah, apparently <laughs> uh the grogu thing so obviously i'm happy that grogu and uh you know mando are back together but i mean grogu spent as much time you know training to be a jedi than fucking venom was in the mcu you know it's just like almost made no <laughs> sense to put him over there because it like completely destroyed the ending of mandalorian season two right away like the fucking second episode that you know those characters are back in he's already back uh, in the fold so well we and, don't know how much time he is with luke though technically by no, our standards don't. there's a few episodes right. but by theirs it could be months years right but it's by our standards that i'm you know watching it as yeah, a viewer, I so i thought that I would you. be a bigger kind of thing but anyway that's just stuff but yeah it was like it was good but not great you know just and the end was just like eh. so he doesn't yeah. even want to fucking run this place like so we watched this whole fucking thing for what you know <laughs> it's just i don't know Didn't, his i think his, it's his show should have been episodic like where each episode they're doing something else i you think they I mean? were just building up his character on how he's no longer his former self uh, he's he gonna to be, be a leader just huh he needs to be his former self though because that's that's literally what you fell in love with though like that's the reason you love him because he was a shadowy and, uh, bounty hunter and now he's just and that's and that's what cad that's what cad Bay told him right <laughs> he's like you're a killer you're like me you're a killer and that's when he I'm not, the, like you, and I'm, I'm not like you. I'm not like you. Getting my back to tank and we'll wrestle. And see, I think that, he's. Sorry, go ahead, see. Yeah, I was going to say, see, and that's the problem with the overall show to me is that every time I'm going to watch the original Star Wars now uh, and I see Boba Fett, I'm going to think of him on the bike, like fucking big ass smile. and Like, like a Banta. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I can't, I won't be able to take him seriously anymore. Uh, to me, they oh, kind of hurt that character. No good to me, dead. Uh, I think the best is still yet to come, and I'm looking forward to Mandalorian season three because I, hope, I have a few. I was feeling Boba Fett's going to be in there pretty heavily. Yeah, um, I, I hope he doesn't have another standalone. To be honest, I hope he's a recurring character, but not. And see, I like want a second thing. season. I do want a second season of Boba Fett because if he's leaving and he's going off to do something with Fennec Shan, like I think we get more callbacks to like Dengar and Bosk and and his ruthlessness i think we get that and i don't know it is what it is but four and a five four out of or four and a half excuse me out of five for me on this last and final episode um i'm a three for the rancor for the rancor and i'm also a three cool. it's an overall score of the two and a half out of five for me um, oh it's definitely a four out of five for me i'd go 3.5 but really it's because of those two <laughs> Episodes. Yeah, with, with <laughs> those two episodes, yeah. it would have been terrible. But those, yeah. for me, at least, saved it. 
Yeah, that, that's a full point for those two episodes. <laughs> those two episodes were, were fives. If that was the show, yeah. Oh, for sure. So yeah. basically, what we're at, what we're saying is we want Mandalorian season three. <laughs> hey, we're getting. They said a lot more uh, new characters and familiar characters in season three awesome. of Mandalorian, and Ahsoka starts filming this year, so it'll release in twenty twenty three. So. Get ready for that. But that is at the end of our fast fucking FET reviews. That was not very fast tonight. Um, so here's to whatever else comes out. Maybe we'll review another show um, as we go along. But it is time. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Oh, yeah, in March, if Todd watches it. Um, <laughs> <Yes>, I have to. <laughs> listener questions. We have our first set of questions from Mr. Raining Blood 16. Uh, the first question of the night is what would be your perfect alien game? For me, it was the game we're going to talk about tonight, but well, obviously with some changes um, that I'll discuss in the review, but I really, really spoiler alert, had fun with this and I want more of this, but there has to be some enhancement. So a third person shooter um, with, with enemies like we face here. You I, would concur. I would concur with that. Um, this one had some room to grow, had some great stuff, had some bad stuff, but had the building blocks for a great game. Uh, to me, I want something a little bit more story-based and a little bit slower. I, I, I just didn't feel, well, we'll talk about it during the review, but I, I like an alien game where the aliens aren't just like nonstop, you know, where there's a yeah. little bit more stalking. Like left for dead and, zombies. Yeah, not, not, I wouldn't want left for dead. I'd want like Bioshock type thing, you know, like where you have the big xenomorph kind of stalking you know the halls but then you also have like little xenomorphs here and there to shoot as well so it's not just a big one uh, just to make it a little scarier and a little more um i guess better pace and i care more about the story whereas just, not just throwing fucking xenomorphs at you with slightly different colored variations and yeah, so that, that's I why. see where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> All right. Second question from Raining Blood What has been your favorite aliens game so far? I cheated a little bit on this one because my first and uh answer is obviously Alien versus Predator game that Todd talked about on the last show. Um, I feel like that game has all the great elements of three you know, stories that kind of coexist within one another. They all overlap. Was, to me, it was a great narrative and, you know, shooter-based game. So I love Alien versus Predator. However, I remember when I was little um, going to the arcades and stuff and playing the, uh, oh, what, are, what are they called? The fucking gun games. Uh, there's a name for them though, but like yeah, aliens. Well, yeah, those were really good. Like they had Terminator and Yes, so Aliens Extermination was one and Aliens Armageddon. Like, those games, I I spent so much money playing. Like, I sucked at them, that's why. But I loved playing those those gun games in the arcade of alien-based storytelling and stuff. It was just so cool. But as far as, like, console gaming, Alien vs. Predators is my number one um, game that I've ever played in this franchise. Until tonight. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I liked Alien Isolation. Uh, I just like how scary it was. Okay. And the more the slower pace and the stocky like kind of. Never got into that one, man. Yeah, it's, it's like Outlast but Alien, right? Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. Yeah, tried a few, tried a few times. It just never grabbed me. Hmm. Is it uh, Amanda Ripley, uh, Sigourney's yeah. daughter? Yeah. So it's like a prequel because didn't uh, Ripley survive into like the far future and her daughter outlived her or some shit like that, right? If we're going by aliens 
history lore? I'm not sure. Because no, in aliens, that's, that's correct. Amanda goes kind of looking for Ripley, but she's already like frozen. Because yeah, because aliens, she sees the video of her daughter old already. Yeah. 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 Okay. I was just making sure I was right on that one. Um, we got another question from Odd Job versus 007, our big tall homeboy Cody. Uh, do you guys think you would survive a xenomorph in real life? Or will you just nuke it from orbit? <laughs> that motherfucker would burn me with his acid. Yeah. That's that's so unfair. Like, if we're talking one on one though, like oh, unless you're alien versus predator little girl with a spear, then I guess you can survive. <laughs> what <laughs> about no, a forty four cuff? Those things are give me a power loader, but no, those things are fucking vicious, dude. They're like they're like you know, cats, they, but yeah, they fucking rip me apart. Or I get like a lucky shot in, I got them and the fucking acid, the acid spray on me. Blow yeah. back. I'm dead. Yeah, I don't I don't think anyone's surviving a fucking xenomorph fight. Yeah. I mean, those motherfuckers, they're Except lethal, they're agile, they're fucking acid for blood. Like you're just fucked either way. I mean, I think I'll take it with me, but yeah, you gotta you know, you suck it out of. I have a wife. Never mind. <laughs> the only person that can stand up to Xenomorph is Ellen Ripley. You can't not change even my just mind. The queen, not just and a regular Hicks, drone. And Hicks. Yeah, and Hicks. And what about uh, what about Bishop? I mean, that's kind of Bishop cheating. Bishop is cut in half though, an alien, so he he doesn't really make it. Not bad for a human. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, are you surviving? Or are you throwing me as bait? Oh, yeah, I think even if I throw you as bait, I think we're both fucking dead. So really <laughs> no, you're, not even, you're not even dead. You're getting fucking chest busted. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, no, that's the worst part. The worst heartburn ever. Did you know they use real blood in that scene in the first yeah. alien movie? Real blood? I did not know real blood. No, I knew real they, blood. I knew they didn't tell like the actors what's happening. No, no, I don't know if it was. Well, I'm, I'm hoping it was fake blood. I'll say that. But it was it was real blood. It wasn't the fake shit, and they didn't tell the actors about it until yeah, I knew that they, part. Yeah, so I thought that was crazy. I never knew that. So, um, and then I I think you have some questions from Chuck, right? I do. I, we got a few audio questions. So uh, Chuck, Chuck what, nested. What's your first question? Hey, let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast. Chuck, aka Captain Amazing eighty five, with a few questions. First off, do you believe in aliens? I personally do. I don't think there's any way this universe is as large as it is and we're the only ones. Yes. Okay, yeah, I believe in aliens. There has to be. I've seen an alien ship. I've, I've said this story before. When? When I was like 14 years old, man. What did it look like? Um. All right, well, I'll give you the whole story. I uh, looked out Please. my window because I saw or heard a low kind of humming noise. And uh, it was approximately like, you know, telephone pole for perspective. Probably about two of those up. And oh, it was a triangle, like a stealth bomber, but it was um, like hovering and had one giant light at the tip. And then at the wings, it had two giant lights as well, but they weren't emitting any light to the ground, if that makes sense. It was just like a, it was like, a, you know what I mean? Like, like it was a spotlight a giant, type thing? Kind of, yeah, but it didn't, it wasn't a flashlight though. Like didn't produce like a big old spotlight on the Beam ground. Beam or anything, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And then it was just hovering there for a few seconds, watched it, and then it took off. So like fast, like instantaneously, yeah. So oh shit, I remember like going to like get my mom. She's like, "You're fucking full of shit." You're fucking full of shit. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I stick to that story. Like, you know, of course, could I have been sleepwalking or having a very vivid dream? Sure, wasn't asleep though. Um, was chilling in my room, but yeah, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. What about you, Steve? Yeah, I mean, it's like almost impossible that there wouldn't be something out there with how vast the fucking universe is. It's 
it'd be there has crazy. to be right it's yeah there, ha- there has to be life. now i do not believe aliens have ever been to earth uh oh, I, I disagree I don't, I don't believe that for one second but uh, i do think that out there somewhere there's aliens and probably some that are you know vastly more advanced than we are just maybe too far Russia for... troopers bugs baby right. oh fine <laughs> bring them on I know. we're due for an alien invasion man yeah, we're doing yeah, sure, uh, we really bring are. the world together. Yeah. You re- you are you read these like things from NASA where they're like, oh, we got like this signal from somewhere we don't know where it's from. Like, you know, sometimes I think it's bullshit, but what do those guys got a bullshit for? You know, it's just I think the aliens are just smart to stay away from us because they know that we're pretty well off on our own to destroy ourselves. So I mean, if, if you think about it, if they can do interstellar travel, they're gonna be able to hide from us, you know what I mean? True that especially it's since stealth. we can't even make spaceships like at any level. Not yet, but not yet, I think uh, of course, not in our lifetime. That's for sure. No, which is a bummer. It but is you know, a bummer. You never, you never know because this modern like space race might heat up if, like, say, like China or Russia. Or, it just needs competition. That's all it takes. And you got Elon Musk building and fucking starships, and there we go. And that's it all might. it's gonna take for fucking aliens to be like, oh, these motherfuckers want to play. Let's and go. We'll have space truckers for real. I was gonna say space truckers. <laughs> I'll sign. I'll be a fucking square pig farmer, uh, space just trucker don't... guy. Just don't send them to Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, Chuck, what is your second question? What is your favorite non-horror alien? I personally identify with one because we share the same favorite meal, and that alien is Alf. Non-horror <laughs> alien. <laughs> uh, non-horror alien. Non-horror. So I, I'm going to say it has to be an alien that came to Earth. It can't just be fucking Yoda, you know? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, mine's Not easy. In- uh, I'm, I'm going to go e- E.T. because it's, it came out the year I was born. Uh, I used to watch I'll it all the right fucking time when I was here. a kid. I fucking love that attraction at Universal. Uh, my my sister was the has, best uh, one. two E.T. dolls. So I had a lot of memories. I fucking love E.T. Non-horror alien. I'm trying to think, dude. Like, strange. I am, I'm looking up at a list right now because yeah. I'm like, I need a non-horror. The third kind is... They they're really fucking vicious. Aliens. No, they're not. They're happy aliens. I forget. No, I think it's Red Sky where they're pretty bad. Hey, I love that ET ride. Now that you mention it, because you give them your name and it'd be like, "Hello, Steve." Right. Hello, Hello. Todd. It'll, it'll yeah. always fuck up my name. Hello, Rob. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I know. I mean, is is Predator considered horror? I guess so. But I would yeah. love. Lo- love me. Lo- yeah. I can't think of any other ones, man. I guess we'll just have to go with the safe choice that is E.T. because he's got a red finger that glows in the dark and when it touches your uh, no-no spot, it heals you. I'll be right here. Hell yeah. No, no, no. I got one. The the alien from Paul. He's he's hilarious. Oh, that dude was hilarious. Yeah, it's a good movie. Fucking Paul. Yeah, I don't I'm going the safe choice E.T. Sorry, Chuck. I'll let you down. All right. Uh, And his final question. If you could go back in time and tell younger you that one particular movie or a series of movies was going to get made while you were an adult, just to get them hyped up, what movie or series of movies would that be? I personally choose the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I've been enthralled with it since it started. And I, what? No, no, no. Elmo did this last week. You're not doing it. But wow, because 
I'm telling them. I'm asking the questions. You stay over and go, but we want to tell them. What do you want to tell them? That you're wrong. I, I'm wrong, but it's my personal choice. But you know you love the Lord of the Rings. Yes, I, I enjoyed all the Lord of the Rings. I look forward to the new, you know, the new prequel thing that's coming out. Yes, it's going to be so sweet. Like fish. Fish is sweet. Weed is meat. Oh. <sighs> Smeagol, we're not doing this again. Just go sit down. I'll I'll bring you some onion rings. Rings? Like my precious? Yeah. Like your precious. You good? Yes. We want it. But but don't cook it. You ruins it. We want it raw and wriggly. Oh my gosh. Guys, I'm sorry. Y'all have a great episode. I look forward to it. And and thank y'all. One movie or two. Oh, I got the perfect answer. So I used Go. to be in love with uh, Lucy Lawless, you know, Warrior Princess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, I was, I don't know, maybe 10 or 11 or something. I used to, that was like one of my first, I mean, like, oh shit, I like, I like women, you know, <laughs> like clearly, you know what I mean? <laughs> clearly I love she's women. She's fucking banging. Oh my God. I would have told myself, hey man, wait like 15 years, watch this uh, show called Spartacus. Shows it all, oh, baby. Yes. Shows it all. And I'd be like, I'd be like, really big Todd? I'm like, really, Put dude? thy cock to purpose. Yeah. <laughs> So I'd be like, hey, wait for them titties, bro. Hold it out. Wait it out. <laughs> what about you, Steve? Oh, easily. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Just like, uh, you know, all those fucking Marvel characters that you love so much. They're all going to fucking come into one movie and fight Thanos and do the Infinity War story. And I, that would have blown my fucking mind when I was a kid. Mine is even better. It is One Night in Paris. Oh, my God. <laughs> classic. Classic. <laughs> I would say that... Uh, Night vision is not really where it needs to be, but it's just enough for you to, you know, rock your socks off. <laughs> what, what about one night in China? Or fucking, Fuck, I'll take uh, that one too. I don't the, care. The I don't discriminate. I'll just say, be patient. There's this thing called Napster coming out and you can watch all the films you want <laughs> for yeah. free. Yeah. Hey, eventually, man, you're not going to try to, you don't have to watch dial up. You'll have it on a phone in your hand. That's pretty much instant. <laughs> Really? Big time? Yes. Uh, no, I do I do a that. fucking Biff Tannen and be like, listen, <laughs> listen, there's going to be this thing, okay? Let's get in the fucking car. It's called Pornhub. It's get fantastic. On the car, man. <laughs> uh, but movies, uh, obviously, you know, I love Star Wars. Um, Star Wars, fucking Predator, you name it. Disney Plus in general and everything that they're going to do because it's going to make the inner nerdiness come out like it, it is today and some porn. Just kidding. Not really. <laughs> mostly uh, mostly porn. Why not? All right. Any other questions for the night? No, but he did finish off with a little bit of uh, some Smeagol action. So. Yes. Smeagol. My precious. How about that trailer for Lord of the Rings? Mm. I watched it, but I was never really a big Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah, so. I love Lord of the Rings, but... um. I'm a little bit worried about this show. It looks a little too polished, if that makes sense. It, it does look a little too polished, right? But yeah. at, at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, other than Galadriel, we don't really know these characters. So maybe once we do know them, we'll be more hyped about it. You know, it's tough to watch a trailer about yeah. a bunch of characters you don't really know. Yes, Isn't that the dude who played a uh, young Ned Stark? Was it? Sure. 
There's a lot of characters Damn. that fucking show, so it's the most oh, expensive okay. show in history, so it should be. Is it? Fuck. Yeah. Fucking shit. They better do do well then. <laughs> well, they, they already uh, greenlit season two, so there must be something yeah. good about it. It's going to be wait. good. It yeah. will be, hopefully. There's still like yeah. fucking, what, seven months of polish to do, so. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm not that worried. We got a lot of good things in the meantime. So, anyways, break out those numbers, baby, because it trivia. is tri- tri- trivia time. Steve is in the lead with the commanding five points. Todd right behind him with four. Mondo in the rear with the gear with two. The quarter has a month and a half left before the first punishment. Oh, no, which is going to be me. Which is going to be <laughs> one night in Paris. Yes. Like live stream. Don't punish me. Don't punish me. <laughs> I will lead the way. Right. Go you for it. The way. I know the way. All right. This is the way. <clears throat> what is Waylon Utani's motto? Building better worlds. Correct. I don't even know who that <laughs> yeah. is. Waylon Utani. It's alien a fucking universe. alien, oh. dude. <laughs> it's like the whole corporation. Come on, bud. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Building better worlds. That's my last yeah. option. All right. I'll go next because I got All that right. one. Well, mine is also in the same universe. Oh. What animal was used in creating the shrieks bats? for the aliens in ali- aliens in aliens bats on the board? What, you, what was the question? I said, I said cats, but oh, cats. Sorry, cats on the board. The question is, what animal was used in creating the shrieks for the aliens in aliens? Um, the shrieks, pigs, pigs. You're both wrong. I'll give you one more chance each. Uh, shrieks for. Uh... I don't even fucking remember. Uh, birds. Like. I'm gonna go. Birds with, on the board. Uh, I don't even fucking dog. <laughs> I have no idea. I like when he struggles a little, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> the correct answer is baboons. Baboons. Baboons are fucking scary, dude. They're mean don't, as don't fuck. Don't fuck with baboons, man. Yeah. Fucking rip your scalp off and shit. Yeah. All right. So my three questions today are all the same. Um, oh shit. It, I'm gonna give you the real name of a superhero. You just have to tell me which superhero it is, what okay, their superhero cool. name is. Okay. All right. Eric Brooks. Blade. Correct. Very good. Yes. He's on the board, baby. He's back. Woo woo. Hey, baby. All right. In Gears of War, what squad is Marcus Phoenix a part of? Delta. Damn, I was yeah. fucking killing it tonight. <laughs> yeah. Delta, Delta. Damn, Santiago. I'm doing a re uh, a re replay of all the gears. I'm on gears two right now. Oh, dude, you should have told me. I wanted to play them all too. Did you play alternate the first one? I did. Yeah, uh, like like a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. I haven't never played three, four, and five. Ever. I've never played Judgment. Is that? F- Is that the I one with? Three, uh, it's it's like three point five with Baird. <laughs> Yeah, cold train, okay. baby. Woo-hoo. Coach, I'm the cold train, baby. It looks like uh, the dude from the Rams, <laughs> AD. Uh, yeah, it's it's not bad, honestly. Uh, judgment. I don't think it's that bad. It's just because it doesn't have Marcus, the people are kind of weird. But yeah. Marcus Phoenix, hey, dad. I'm a cog soldier. I get my dad. <laughs> All, right, go, All right, question number two: What video game am I? Your first hint. Homage to movies such as The Dark Half and The Secret Window. Um, Alan Drake or Alan Wake. Alan I mean. Wake. <laughs> yeah, he got it. Alan oh, wow. Wake. Yes. <laughs> 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 <All right. laughs> 
Uh, where is it here? Okay. So the next one is Dr. Kent Nelson. Thor. No. Kent. It's Donald Blake is Thor. Oh, that's it. He was a doctor, though. <laughs> but yeah. Kent. Well, that, that's his fake name. It's not even his real name, but that's what he calls himself <laughs> on Earth. Uh, I have no idea. Stephen Strange. No, it's <laughs> Doctor Strange. I know, motherfucker. That's a joke. <laughs> hey, you guys, you guys get up. Wait, yes. Doctor Kent, what? And Nelson. Kent Nelson. Foggy, Foggy Nelson. <laughs> um, I'm Marvel? gonna Marvel guy. I know DC. No, he's DC. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna um, say, uh, fucking, what's his name? The Green Lantern. Nope. Damn. Talk- oh. <laughs> um. Scarecrow. Cyborg. No, okay. So uh, it's actually, and I just mentioned him like before, it's Dr. Fate. Oh, fuck, I don't know. Fucking Dr. Fate. You will. Fate. You will. It's, 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 it's played by the fucking guy, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, Pierce Brosnan. Hold on. Oh. Thank you. I can hear you. Yeah, okay. Now my uh, my headphones went out real quick. All right. Want, Final answer. Final question. Sheet. And uh, I'm going to need the closest. To it. Okay. It, all right. So, how many days? How many days did it take to shoot the Warriors? Uh, seven. Seven days to shoot I'm, the Warriors on the board. I'm gonna go twelve. Ooh, you guys are so off. It does not even fair to do closest. No, you uh, said closest. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sixty days. So it took right. days on the board. He's give me that fucking point. Yeah. I'm having an off night, so I need it. <laughs> all right. My final question for the night. Underground, Most Wanted, and Hot Pursuit are all part of what video Need game for speed. Yeah. Totter with a point. Uh, I feel like I'm waking up finally in this game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last one. Christopher Smith. Christopher Smith. Oh, uh, Peacemaker. Good night. That's right. Oh, fuck it, Peacemaker, yeah. I, I thought I was going to pull a fast one on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. Oh, hey guys, for the first time ever in LXP game, uh, trivia history, your boy Todd is in the lead. <laughs> oh, shit. With seven Bye. points to Steve six to Mondo's five. Yeah, I came back. Wow. It's close. That's what it feels like to be winning on this, on this show. <laughs> he can see clearly now. The rain is gone. All right, that concludes it. <laughs> oh. Okay, so we got like what two more episodes before the punishment gets issued? Yeah. Around there, yeah. Yeah, about two, two or three episodes. Yeah. I'm getting nervous. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> it's, it's close though. All right, are you ready for the review of Alien Fireteam Elite? Let yes. me pull up the synopsis real quick. I'm just gonna read it real quick from Wikipedia because this game is so intense you don't even know what the story is about if you're me. So this game was developed by Cold Iron Studios. There was a story? There was a story. (laughs) It was released August 24, 2021, and is a third-person multiplayer and single-player game. This takes place after... It's a sequel to the Alien trilogy. It's set 23 years after the films. And it takes place on the colonial marine ship, the UAS Endeavor. So I'll read through this really quickly. In the year 2022, the USS Endeavor receives a distress call from the previously thought destroyed Katanga refinery station orbiting LV-895, and it moves in to investigate, sending a fire team of Colonial Marines aboard. 
Uh, they discover that there's xenomorphs aboard. They find a doctor uh, who works for Whalen Utani and find out that they're experimenting with xenomorph uh, fucking aliens and a pathogen. So the first section of this game takes place on this refinery and the campaign is called priority one. So like I said, basically what you're doing is you're finding out that there's aliens. There's a doctor who finds out that these, they're experimenting with the aliens and an unknown pathogen. So it's like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, part two of this campaign titled giants in the earth takes place on the surface of LV eight, nine, five. It is here where we find out that engineer, uh, technology is on the planet. Engineers are from, if you're familiar with Prometheus and Covenant, and you're finding uh, you're finding a bunch of fucking aliens, and you find a bunch of uh, synths or cyborgs or androids, whatever you want to call them. Um, pretty cool fucking level, but I'm gonna skip through it real quick. You get to Act Three, which is the Gift of Fire. You are inside of the basically the tunnels, the archaeology sites of the engineers. You're seeing all their tech, their ships. And you're realizing that they are combining the fucking engineer tech with the aliens and they're creating these weird ass hybrids. Super fucking cool. And then we get to the ending here. The only way to be sure you're taken back to the uh, the refinery station, basically to wipe out the alien nest that's there. And you have one hell of a run in with that bitch. So leave it off of there. This game for me was such a fantastic play. I had so much fun. This game isn't perfect by any means, but let me just give you a quick highlights before I bring the boys into this. This for me was the Division meets Aliens franchise. It was the gunplay for me. It was just fun. It was, I had so, so much fun playing this with, with the boys because we got together, we played, and with my brother who I finished the campaign with. Um, the nostalgia factor is at an all-time high from the Easter eggs with the engineers, Prometheus, Covenant, uh, the fucking sound of the pulse rifle, the smart gun, the proximity sensor, just so much nostalgia. This is like, unlike any game I've played before where I have little like gripes and stuff with never-ending enemies, this game could send me all of them and I would just be there with a fucking smile on my face. Um, I love the alien different amount of aliens they had they had a bunch of different characters you know like the drones the spitters the praetorian guard all kinds of fucking alien uh hybrids so cool endless waves you always were fucking scared playing this i mean you were never safe you move into any fucking hallway and stuff and alien was gonna jump on you fucking attack you in waves it was just so much fun um i'll, I'll stop right there and, and kind of get you test the barometer here with you guys and and see where we're at Put my uh, I'll put my pecker in the water real quick. Do it. Um, Can I watch? I had yeah, of course. I had a ton of fun playing with you guys, um, but when I played it by myself, I did not. And I think it's because the the bots were terrible, um, and the sound design was awesome. I loved hearing the fucking the fucking alien screaming <laughs> and shit. Yeah. Sensor proximity sensor was cool. Um, I love the I the alien universe period in general. The, the way everything looks, it's just, it's awesome. I like the long hallways. I like the spaceships. The Marines always look badass. Um, uh, going in the hive, seeing the fucking facehuggers. All that shit's good. But I thought, like, I felt the gameplay was, didn't really pack a punch. Like, I never felt like I was shooting a gun. The, like, the feedback, it wasn't like a Lancer in Gears of War where you get that rumble and you get that nice little, 
uh, bullet effects, things like that. I just felt like I was spraying and praying the entire time. Um, but yeah, the positives out of the way, I think the sound design was great. It looked fucking phenomenal. And I really liked the set design because it was like true to Alien. So I really appreciated that. Yeah, I concur with Todd. Um, I think in terms of putting you into the world of Aliens and everything, I thought they did a great job with that, both with the, the way it sounded and the way it looked. I really felt like I was part of that world, which is by far the best thing about this game. Um, but it's the same thing. Like, I didn't feel like fighting was all that fun, like shooting. Uh, it was just basically just stand back and shoot. There wasn't a ton of strategy to it. Um, you know, each character has their own thing. I played as a medic and it, there just wasn't much to it. Like it was just a guy with a gun who could once in a while throw a fucking, you know, pulse thing to get people healed. And when I played with you guys, it was fun. But that I think would be pretty much any game. Like I, I think it's just fun to play with you guys. So I can't judge it too much on that. But when I tried playing alone, oh my God, it's just, first of all, because I'd used the medic, uh, in my playthrough with you guys playing as a medic trying to get through the rest of the game was just impossible like I wasn't strong enough uh, when I went to the next level it said you need to be or it's you you should be level 300 and I was like level 156 so I was like fuck oh shit <laughs> and playing with bots like I just couldn't get anywhere and I'm like oh fuck this uh, I think the enemies were just you know they, they they weren't special you know it was just for a long time it was just xenomorphs with slight variations to them and they just come on and on and on and on it just felt like like todd said just staying uh, just like shooting for the sake of shooting and hoping you clear the area and moving on so i can't say i had a lot of fun with this one other than playing with you guys although i did enjoy the world just this game did not do it for me and see some of my some of my negative things um were there was really no need for the cover system um, at least when you're fighting the Xenomorphs, because you're always on the go. You know, you try to take cover behind something, they're going to fucking attack you. Yeah, you can't take cover with aliens. They'll fuck you up. The only time that cover became something for me is when I fought the synths in, in the later levels because they had snipers, they had heavies, rocket launcher dudes, and those guys had, like, fucking the best aiming in the world. And so that's when I found myself using cover. But it was so cool to be on a planet that has covenant tech and in like statues and stuff and seeing aliens fighting synths fighting us it was really cool i had fun with that but for me personally uh what another gripe was the inability to mix and match your guns you were pretty much locked to your gun class so a medic like steve was saying you get like a handgun and i think a shotgun or a semi uh, a machine gun as where the demolisher you get this badass fucking basically machine gun and then a uh, like an AR as a secondary. So that was kind of, I get it, but it's something that I don't think they really had to lock into it. And the guns were pretty underwhelming. If you were certain classes, I could see where, where you Steve had trouble in the later levels because of what's a handgun going to do against a swarm of 15 aliens. Um, Sucks. You couldn't pick up weapons either. Like from the sense. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's true. But they probably just had the same thing you did anyways, but yeah, I guess. For me, there's not enough levels in this. I mean, you have your four campaigns consisting of three levels each, and it left me wanting more, especially with just the atmosphere that they created with these um, these, these campaigns. And uh, I could say for sure this game left me wanting more. Like, 
like Todd said, it has the building box for a great game. And I think what would make this game far greater would be embracing that crossover, like show me engineers that I can fight. Like that'd be cool. Not just my height level engineers, like give me these towering figures that come out of nowhere. Just like when we were playing and they announced like, there's a drone coming or there's a warrior coming. Like that shit really perks your butthole up because it's not easy to take those guys down. They're very squishy, but it all, it all means that later on the Praetorian fucking guards, they're basically like, like mini Queens. It's crazy to fight those guys. Um, I really would love for them to implement predator somehow in this shit or DLC would love to have that. Um, but there is limited replayability. Like I, I've never really played this game on my own. I either played with Todd and Steve or I played with my brother. Um, but once you beat it, there's not really much to do unless you want to go back and play some more, which I will because it's fun. Um, but it really, there's not much to do with it and they need to build on that. But let me tell you guys that last level, I'm not sure if you guys got to it or not, but that last level where you're just finding these endless ways, feeling outnumbered. And then the fucking queen comes out. That shit was like, my mouth was open the entire time. It was so cool to see the queen and to run from her shooter, run from her to try to escape while she's chasing you. Like that was fucking fantastic. I just wish I could have fought her and killed her. That was one, one of my gripes. Yeah. I don't know what else I can really say. It's, um, you know, I, I, it didn't do well, right? It was getting mixed reviews for sure. Um, pretty much the things that we discussed there's just things they should have fixed there's things they can fix and i truly hope they get an opportunity to have a bigger budget and and do something a little bit better because it's not terrible by any uh, means but it's definitely it hits you if you're a fan of the franchise not that you need to be one but it just adds to the experience helps. if you are one yeah that it really it feels good i, I enjoyed this game immensely so I remember playing one on, the, I think, the PS1. That was a really good game. Oh, huh. the I Colonial Marines? Know. Was it Colonial Marines? Because that's what they PS3. made the fourth one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. But I remember, yeah, like Steve said earlier, I think you got to put a story in this. Like, I didn't even You don't have time to pay attention to the story, right? Story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck about the doctor. I didn't even know what was going on until you explained it, Mondo. Honestly, I just skipped it. No, hey, I'm there with you. I didn't know until I read it on Wikipedia what it was uh, about because I was <laughs> shooting and killing yeah. the entire time. So, you know, what would be cool is if they, I mean, obviously, like I would love a sequel to this game, something better because I think it could only get better from this point. But we talked about that Modern Warfare game a couple of times on here. How cool would it be to have like a Colonial Marines type game? I know that they've had, like, I mean, we had Colonial Marines, obviously, in Alien versus Predator, but, like, with that well-meshed story as a Colonial Marine first person like that, that dope. shit would be fucking amazing. Would I would play that shit. Yeah. But, yeah, like I said, I can't say it enough. I enjoyed playing this game. The atmosphere was really cool. It sold me on that. The fucking pulse rifle is just so cool just to hear it. And I felt like Hicks. I felt like Hudson. You know, I felt like all of them playing this. And that Demolisher smart gun is just so fucking cool. But... I highly recommend it to play this in a team with people you know. I mean, you guys have my my user um, tag, my game tag on Xbox and stuff. Like, I'm down to play this with you guys. But for me, I loved it. I enjoyed it. And I gave it a four out of five. Uh, I don't know where I sit with it. Um, you know, part of me wants to give it a three out of five. But I tried playing it again after we played. And I, I just, 
Like it was just getting frustrating, you know, playing the stupid yeah. dumb bots. Um, <laughs> it's not terrible though. It just wasn't fleshed out enough for me. So, all right, I'll I'll stick with a three out of five just for my experience with you guys. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go uh, two out of, out of five. Uh, I had fun playing with you guys. I love being in that world, but the game itself, I didn't think was all that fun. Um, so it just didn't hit with me really at all. No, <laughs> but I'll take it because we played and we had a hell of a good time playing. Yeah, we did. We were talking shit, talking smack, <laughs> killing aliens, and just enjoying time. So right. it's good. Next up is Dread and um, Judge Dread. Yeah, we're next show. We're covering fucking Dread movies. I watched them already. I'm good. <laughs> I saw I saw your letterbox, so I'm excited because I think we're kind of in the same window but Judge just Dredd to talk is about hilarious it. man it's so <laughs> it's fucking terrible. funny it's so fucking funny like calm down and the, uh... give me a fucking break <laughs> oh that movie was just so fucking <laughs> nice you see there's some pinnacle movies that you can look at and be like yeah that's a movie of the 90s and that one just oh those fucking spandex and everything yep. it's oh anyways but more importantly before the next show we have the announcement for steve's next game pick that i am terrified for yeah so i am bringing it back to horror oh fuck. Yeah, boy. yeah boy that's my wheelhouse and i feel it's been <laughs> a while since we had like um that last god like a story you know driven game more so than just kind of shooting stuff so i'm actually going to go something a pretty big title that i had never played until last week or not haven't played much until last week and that is hellblade senua's sacrifice Oh, the uh, fuck I've never is that? even fucking heard of it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, huh. it's a, it's an Xbox exclusive. They got part two coming out and the graphics look fucking like nothing you've seen before. It looks amazing, like part two. Uh, part one's actually pretty good too, but I will give you guys a little warning. So I play tested it and after an hour, I almost turned it off. Uh, oh, because shit. I, I was like, maybe I should pick something else. But my one of my friends told me to keep going. And sure enough, like it picks up pretty well after you finished kind of the first part. Oh, is this Hellblade? the one that they showed? Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. That's the one that they keep showing on E3, right? Yeah, because it's a huge game for Xbox. Like That's a two, fucking so. name right there. Yeah, I know. I, I just went on his Xbox fucking to figure out what it, how to spell I got it. got the Game Pass app right here. I'm going <laughs> to download it. So is this a first, a third? Like, what is it? Uh, it it's actually, like, movement-wise, hybrid. look-wise, it looks a lot like that fucking rat game we played um oh okay i was like the wrath game you mean the Rath, fucking the rats one. yeah, yeah it, it looks a lot like that you know like it's third person uh it's it's like a woman kind of going through these kind of post-apocalyptic uh, things and you fight demons and shit and yeah it's it's pretty cool well as long as it's not resident evil i'm and, good and it's got it's an eight hour uh completion according to is how, it how long to beat it yeah Oh shit! Okay, I'm down. I'm gonna play this ASAP because that Guardians game is fucking amazing right now. So, <laughs> yeah. so hopefully oh, yeah, you guys like it. I'm not as, as sure as I have before. Like I said, I haven't finished it, so that's kind of new to me too. But I will find a game that you will like one day, Steve. I will. <laughs> I'm committed. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's it for tonight's show. We really appreciate you guys giving us a listen. Um, leave us reviews wherever you listen to us on. I mean, it's a nice thing to do, right? We're old men. We just like to know what you guys think. Uh, not as old as Steve, though. Um, but we appreciate you guys. And until the next one, later. Later. Bye.
That's great. That's just fucking great, man. Now what the fuck are we supposed to do? We're some real pretty shit now, man. You finished. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we gonna do now? What are we gonna do? Maybe we could build a fire, sing a couple of songs, huh? Why don't we try that? 